When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. It is that time of year. So we get everybody's 2023 in review stories. Pew Research Center has gathered the data from this year's defining news stories. Uh, Number one, the record high share of 40-year-olds in the U.S. have never been married. Pretty amazing. Uh, Number two, about half of Americans say the increased use of artificial intelligence in daily life makes them feel more concerned than excited. That's up 14 percentage points from last year. The uh, 40-year-olds not having been married uh, is only up about 6% from 1980. Number three, the first time in over 30 years of public opinion polling, Americans view the U.S. Supreme Court are more negative than positive. A narrow majority, 54%, have an unfavorable view of the high court. Wow. Uh, Just getting beaten up by uh, our legislators. Uh, It's a big surprise that it's that good. A growing share of U.S. adults say that the federal government should take steps to restrict false information online even if it limits freedom of information. How about no? (laughs) Uh, No. 39% in 2018, up to 55% in 2023. Yeah, I remember talking about this because this is just god-awful stupid. And we're promoting stupid. No, this should not be the case. Number five, the number of U.S. children and teens killed by gunfire rose 50% in just two years. So in 2019, there were 1,732 gun deaths among U.S. children and teens under the age of 18. And by 2021, that figure had increased to 2,590. Okay. I don't know that that's terrible, but the anti-gun, uh, the gun haters... Um, we'll use that to their advantage for sure. Uh, number six, uh, this is from the Pew Research, you know, year in review uh, from some of the top stories. Most Asian Americans view their ancestral homelands favorably, but not the Chinese. <laughs> uh, if you're from China, yeah, only about 14% of you. Uh, believe that uh, we look uh, back on our homeland as being positive. Huh. Wonder why that is. Wonder why that is. Taiwan, uh, 56%. Amazing. Um, Japan, 67%. India, 23%. Wait, am am I reading this right? Adults of this Asian origin group. Oh, adults. Okay. All other Asian adults. Okay, so I'm giving you the all other Asian adults. But from the group... Oh, okay, so I've, I was looking at this 
I'm kind of colorblind, so I'm looking at this chart thinking, okay, that's but that's not right. All right, so most Asian American adults, sorry, okay, uh, most Asian adults have positive views of their own ancestral homeland. Uh, Chinese American adults are the exception. 41% of Chinese American adults have a favorable opinion of China. 35% have an unfavorable one. Okay, I got you. I, I, I see the color codes now. Okay, I'm with you. <laughs> Number seven, uh, even before the Israel-Hamas war, Israelis had grown more skeptical of a two-state solution. Yeah, we don't want it. Uh, it's stupid. We've offered it many times. We don't want it. And I know there's a rift now that everybody's talking about the rift between uh, President Biden and Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh, yeah, that's because Joe keeps pushing his two-state solution. And uh, Benjamin is like, no. That's not going to happen. Number eight, a majority of Americans say they would tip 15% or less for an average restaurant dining experience, including 2% who wouldn't leave a tip. Yeah, we've covered the tipping thing uh, quite a bit. Uh, Of course, of course you leave a tip. You have to. That's the American way. Don't look at me like that. You have to. You know you do. Big cheapies. Number nine, uh, partisan views of Twitter. Uh, it's now called X, okay? Uh, have shifted over. Oh, it says that. <laughs> oh, the platform now called X. Okay, thank you, Pew Research. Appreciate it. Uh, have shifted over the last two years with Republican users' views of the site growing more positive and those of Democratic users becoming more negative. Huh. Wonder why that could be. Wonder why that could be. Go figure why that could be. Couldn't have anything to do with not being able to control it anymore on the Democratic side and uh, blocking what Republicans were saying. Now, nah, nah, never mind. Uh, number 10 in the uh, Pew Research recap of 2023, nearly half of U.S. workers who get paid time off don't take all the time off their employer offers. That's a mistake. And I lived that for years. Oh, yeah, we've talked about this because I lived that. And I, I remember I had one... I don't know, HR director or whatever she, her title was that uh, told me, no, you you have to take it. Otherwise you're losing money because you're still getting paid and you may get paid again. But if you take that, if you don't take that time off, you're losing money because that's your time. And, uh, it's like, okay, I get it. But at the time you feel like you're, you, you can't take the time off, but you can. No, you, if at the time you feel like you can't. But you can. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So now we have another Me Too movement case that went the wrong way or the right way, depending on whose side you're on. Uh, We talked earlier today on Pat Gray Unleashed about uh, the Matt Ariza case, uh, the former almost punter for the Buffalo Bills, who was accused, and now that's over. All the, the cases dropped. She's not accusing him anymore. In fact, it never happened. And how does he get any of his life back? I, I, I don't know the answer to that. Well, now I see that there's a case from Thomas Jefferson University, okay? Uh, and it just ended with the court saying, uh, the court and the jury saying, yeah, um, he gets... Uh, 11 million for uh, compensation and his financial loss and a uh, 4 million for punitive damages 
for the university's outrageous conduct. I mean, I don't know if it's a cash register or not. I mean, it sounds like a lot of money, but he's got to pay attorneys. And what he would have made may have been more than that, actually. I'm, you know, probably pretty close. That's why the jury gave him that money. Matt Ariza, on the other hand, uh, he's lost a lot of money. And I don't know that he ever recoups that at all. So the story <laughs> uh, had begun back in 2018. You know, right around that whole Me Too movement. Huh. Okay, so a medical resident, Jessica Phillips, accused uh, attending orthopedic surgeon John Abraham at the Thomas Jefferson University uh, of raping her. Okay. And it all began at some alcohol-fueled party back in June of 2018 in Philadelphia. As the party began to wind down, Phillips forced whiskey into Abraham's mouth and began to aggressively kiss him. According, uh, according to the man, she pulled him to the floor where they had sex. Man, I hate that when that happens, to be honest. I mean, that's just, I mean, I just hate it when that happens. She pulled him to the floor where they had sex. Abraham promptly reported the incident to his supervisor at the university, but his complaint was not forwarded to the Title IX office and never investigated. In the meantime, the woman informed her husband of the incident and filed a complaint with her residency director. Four days after the sexual liaison, uh, Abraham received a notice of concern from Jefferson's Title IX coordinator alleging that he had engaged in non-consensual sexual intercourse. No, 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 no. The university chief medical officer also warned Abraham that if he did not immediately take leave of absence, he would be suspended and reported to the medical staff and national practitioner database. Okay, so he believes that he had no choice but to uh, step down. I, I'm sorry, uh, leave of absence. All right. So the university concluded its probe with no findings of responsibility against the man. The police investigation of the incident, likewise, did not result in any charges. This was in uh, January of 2019, so six months later or so. Uh, the damage is done, right? He'd been forced out of his position. His reputation is destroyed. His career in tatters. The acclaimed surgeon was the latest victim of the campus kangaroo court. So a year later, Abraham filed a Title IX lawsuit against the university and, uh, and uh, you know, gets the whole thing for they lost his ability to utter the word no. So then that all went to court just this month, few, a couple of weeks ago, December 3rd, the jury met and said, you know, yeah, he, 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 he should get some money. And they gave him uh, $11 million, as I said, in uh, compensation for his losses and $4 million in punitive damages. But uh, that's five years, five years of being destroyed. And now the jury says, well, yeah, we believe you. But five years, I guess, you know. 15 million covers that? Yeah, I guess it does. All right, I'm done. Never mind. But in five years of hell, I wouldn't want to be in that five years. It doesn't really cover it. I mean, it's, it's, I'm happy that he got compensation, but he was already an attending orthopedic surgeon. So he's doing okay. All right? I mean, it's a, you're, not, you're not an orthopedic surgeon at a university and... Uh, struggling to leave a tip. 
uh, you know, most likely, most likely you're doing okay. So, I mean, that's a lot of money and time and reputation gone from this man. So I'm glad that he got, uh, he got his retribution of these false accusations. Yeah, but Jeff, me too. Uh-huh. Yeah, me too. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. All right, let me tell you a little something about uh, Quinn Pittman and his goat soap, which you can get at qpgoatsoap.com. Quinn got his first milk goats at the age of nine. He's now uh, 16, 17. We just talked to him uh, a few weeks ago here on Chewing. And uh, apparently his love of goats has developed into a successful goat milk soap making family business. Yeah, he's the goat king. Okay. And it should be uh, treated as such as his royal highness, the goat king, Quinn Pittman. Uh, Real soap, old school, hand poured, made from scratch. Uh, it cleans while moisturizing in a way that uh, most commercial bars simply don't. Now, you can make the case that they don't because uh, that's the way they make it, okay? They make it so it dries out your skin, and then, of course, you have to keep buying their other products to make your skin soft again. Huh. Because soap shouldn't and doesn't do that when it's made the right way with goat's milk. And that's what Quinn Pittman discovered when he first started learning about soap. And he's been making it the right way ever since. You want your skin to be clean, but also retain its moisture. You need goat soap. And you need Quinn's goat soap. I'm sorry. His Royal Highness King Quinn Pittman's goat soap. Go to qpgoatsoap.com. Use the offer code Jeffy. Get 10% off your total order. qpgoatsoap.com. Dot com. Use the offer code Jeffy and get 10% off your total order. They've got a wide range of fragrances, seasonal scents. Uh, we're coming up on Christmas. You're going to have all kinds of, uh, you know, frankincense and myrrh. It'll just be wonderful. And they also have uh, their Florida centric and uh, it, it, it's awesome. Awesome soap. So you can get the fragrance for you or the fragrance that you want in your spare bathroom. Or the fragrance that you want to give to your sister. Or the fragrance that you want your kids to use. Yes, you can do that at Quinn Pittman's Goat Soap website. QPGoatSoap.com QPGoatSoap.com Use the offer code Jeffy. Get 10% off your total order. QPGoatSoap.com Okay, I, I'm torn on this story because I'm a huge fan, as you know, if you listen to this show, of Denzel Washington. Um, I love his work. I, mean, he, I just, I like, why well, do you love him so much? Why don't you marry him? I would. If he was here now, I would say, hey, Denzel, want to get married? You know, I know you're already married. You've been married to your wife for a long time. You've got children, adult children and everything. But, hey, marry me. Uh, I, you know, I'll give it a shot. What's he going to say? No. Anyway, he has been cast to... Uh, star in a Netflix movie as the ancient Carthaginian General Hannibal. And the home country of the legendary military commander is taking issue with the casting pick for the role. 
Uh, the North African country of Tunisia, which is beautiful this time of year. Numerous news outlets are reporting complaints from Tunisians about the racial and ethnic composition of the actor as not accurate historical portrayal. Now, stopping there for a moment, I, I don't care, okay? I'm okay with Danzel being Hannibal because Danzel will be able to pull it off. He's an actor. That's what we care about, right? We Everything doesn't have to be the trans person doesn't have to be the trans person. Someone who's not trans could play a trans person. Someone who's not gay could play a gay person. Someone, it just it drives me insane. Okay. If you're the best actor for the part, then you should do the part. And the only person so far, the only people so far that can be discriminated against is fat people. Hollywood, you get to dress up as a fat person and it's still okay. Uh, in fact, it's, it's, it's celebrated because you aren't fat and you got to play a fat person. Okay. But it's not here in America. We don't care. Uh, we really don't. I mean, it's Denzel Washington. He can play any damn party he wants. Give me a break. But I understand, you know, the accuracy thing. They fought for it. This is themselves eating themselves now. Right. And now Denzel, I don't think has ever voiced his, uh, appreciation for yeah only trans people can play trans people yeah that's right only can so uh, the tu- tunisian member of parliament yasmin mammy and i don't know if she's if that's if that's their uh squad in tunisia if uh, yasmin mammy is the, the head of the squad in tunisia this is about defending tunisian identity and listening to the uh reactions of civil society Hannibal is revered hero in Tunisia, where his name is all over stores, hotels, and even the country's currency. He was responsible for inflicting some of the most devastating losses in Roman military history. That's a fact. Um, Change.org position uh, petition claims that uh, this miscasting and falsifying history is unacceptable and unethical. We urge Netflix to either cancel their so-called documentary or fact-based film yeah i mean it's just gonna it's gonna be a if danzel's starring in it it's gonna be a and he's you know obviously the character uh hannibal was not uh african-american or black uh it's gonna be a you know fact-based it's based on a true story uh i'm torn i really i'm torn because i think uh i think danzel would do a great job but you know this is the hole you've dug for yourself hollywood so time for you to live with it. Will Netflix bend the knee? Probably. Probably. Or they'll just say, oh, it won't be made available in Tunisia. <laughs> we'll release it around the globe, just not in Tunisia. Okay, well, that's fine. That's fine. We know you're proud. We got it. Uh, so if you have an IP address in Tunisia, you're not watching Hannibal on Netflix. I, that would not surprise me. That would not surprise me at all. And, you know, of course, it's the end of the year, so other Netflix is another company that released uh, viewing data across its entire catalog. Entire catalog. Really uh, pretty interesting what, the, what all the viewing, uh, viewing was for different shows. So the top 10 Netflix movies from January to June of 2023. The Mother, 249.9 million. I started that, and then I was, I was done with it. 
Uh, Luther, the fallen son, definitely watch that. 209.7 million hours viewed. Extraction, Extraction 2, uh, 201.8 million. I would say the numbers right. I'm going to turn into Joe Biden. And, uh, you know, definitely watch that. You people, I did not watch that. Couldn't bring myself to watch that. Murder Mystery. Murder Mystery 2. I feel like I didn't watch that. Your Place or Mine? No. Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery? Yep, watch that. 142.9 million. Oh, we have a ghost? No. The Pale Blue Eye? You can write your own jokes with that movie. And uh, AKA, 120 million hours. Those are the top movies uh, for Netflix during that time span, January through June, the first six months of 2023. The top TV shows on Netflix, The Night Agent, season one, really good. Enjoyed the heck out of that. Um, and that's number one, 812.1 million hours viewed. Ginny in Georgia, uh, I, I've watched a little bit of that because my daughter was watching some of that and she was talking about it. So she ended up, I watched some of that with her. It's eh. The Glory Wednesday, yeah, watched a lot of that Wednesday. Uh, Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. Yeah, I'm forced to watch all those Bridgertons. Okay, I'm just forced to. Um, you, no. Uh, La Reina del Sur, no. Outer Banks, again, started it. Uh, done with it. Uh, Ginny and Georgia season one. So season uh, two was number, was number two, and season one was number nine. And FUBAR was number ten. Uh, for the season, 302.1 million hours viewed. It's interesting. Netflix is releasing all this information now, being more transparent. They never did that before. So what's changed? Couldn't have anything to do with those bastards letting Denzel Washington play Hannibal. <laughs> oh, shut that place down. Oh, yeah, and c- congratulations are in order to Anthony Anderson. Yes, the actor Anthony Anderson will host the 75th annual Primetime Emmy Awards. They're only like a month away. Uh, they finally got somebody to host it. Anthony said, fine, uh, you know what, I'll do it. No problem. Uh, it's going to air January 15th. Yeah, I mean, it's right around the corner. Um, on Fox, live at 8 p.m. Eastern. And from downtown Los Angeles at the Peacock Theater. That's formerly the Microsoft Theater at the L.A. Live Complex. And so, uh, good for him. Congratulations. We'll see how that goes. Should be fine. Uh, nobody really cares about, uh, I like the Emmys. I do like the Emmys. Uh, I don't necessarily like the award show process and how they do it. But I do appreciate uh, the Emmys and uh, you know TV shows. And the same with movies. But I'm more of a TV guy. Anyway, congratulations to Anthony. Good luck. God bless. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
Who died today? Who died today? We'll start with Jeffrey Foskett, F-O-S-K-E-T-T, longtime member of the Beach Boys, has passed away at the age of 67. Uh, Co-founder Brian Wilson, who is remarkably still alive, uh, posted that Jeff was always there for me when we toured and we couldn't have done it without him. Jeff was one of the most talented guys I ever knew. He was a great musical leader and a guitarist. He could sing like an angel. Jeff, come on down. I mean, that's what I feel like Brian is saying. So uh, he joined the Beach Boys back in the 80s, left in 1990. With the, that's when the band kind of broke up there, too, and everybody was trying to do their own solo projects. He later rejoined the Beach Boys in 2014 when they said, hey, uh, Mike's going to be stepping away, and we're going to try to make some extra money, Okay. That, I don't know that that's the actual phone call message that he got, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty close. Uh, so anyway, he was uh, he stepped away in 2019. Jeff Foskett, by the way, uh, stepped away because he had uh, been diagnosed with anaplastic thyroid cancer. Now, to me, that's something I don't want. I don't want anaplastic thyroid cancer. It doesn't sound good. Now, the date of this, uh, when he stepped away, uh, due to the impacts of this, was in 2019. So it had nothing to do with that, okay? Don't even look at me like that. It was long before that, unless he was a test subject. So, rest in peace. There's a picture. There's a picture of Jeff and Brian at some event, and they both look like doofuses. I mean, they're wearing, you know, they're wearing fine clothes that are, you know, expensive clothes, except Jeff's got flip-flops on. And Brian is sitting on a stool with his shirt on. Well, they both have their shirts untucked because they're fat guys and want to look like they're thin. And uh, Brian is sitting on the stool with his, uh, the top two buttons of his shirt open, no T-shirt on. Uh, the buttons are strained with his belly pushing out, which I'm aware of how that works. And the shirt is untucked. And he looks like the guy sitting at the bench at a Walmart. It was Brian Wilson. You never even know it was him, really, to be honest. And he, but he's wearing his Louis Vuitton shoes. So it's like, if you saw him, you'd go, "Oh, that guy's a bum." And then you'd look at the shoes and go, "No, he's not. Uh, you're not finding those at the Goodwill." Okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> it's, just, it's such a weird picture. They're at some event. I just don't understand. Okay, I, whatever. I rest in peace, Jeff. Uh, at the age of 67. Now we have, uh, I guess this isn't really, we're done with who died today, but this is almost like uh, who almost is dead. Uh, <laughs> we talked the other day about the Pope and how I might have to run again because the Pope is, uh, is on his last legs, well, his last wheels, he's in the wheelchair now. And he hasn't been able to do a couple of the uh, Sunday masses and things people are getting worried and he didn't go people were really they didn't care that he missed the masses but he's not going to go to cop 28 yeah i know it's a nightmare however uh now we find out that the pope is preparing his tomb he's already prepared his tomb and he's simplifying his funeral plans so he knows uh time is coming quick now he's not being buried in the vatican with you know much fanfare really uh as they get buried between uh, uh beneath saint peter's basilica in vatican city nope 
of course he's not going to of course he's not going to be buried there he's not going to be entombed there he didn't even want to live right in the in the pope residence in the vatican so he's living in some dump apartment in the vatican some little corner some corner lot in the vatican so he's going to be laid to rest uh in the basilica of santa maria Maggiore in the esquilino neighborhood in rome that's where he goes to pray before and after trips overseas so it's not unfamiliar with him uh which is which is good i mean he's already prepared his tomb uh at the basilica he turns 87 here in a couple of days so happy birthday to pope francis who turns 87 and uh he knows look i it's just more uh more fodder i'm gonna have to run for pope it's gonna have to gonna have to run for pope again they made it more difficult i told you that after the first time i ran i the the bylaws said i could run and now they've changed it uh and i think it was because of me i want to say that it's because of me that they changed the rules because they made it so that a guy like me, uh, just a lowly, a lowly person who was not Catholic, couldn't run for Pope. And now you have to be Catholic and you have to be one of the bishops. They changed it all, bastards. How dare you? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. But I can still run again. You can vote for me, okay? I want that white smoke for me. Pope Fatimus Obesius I, okay? I want that first. Anyway, so then we have another person who is it was it, who didn't die today, who almost died today, who's not dead yet, who's not dead yet. Okay, Big Bang Theory uh, star Kate Macucci. I think that's how you say her name. Uh, if it's not Kate, sorry, All right, I apologize. M I C U C C I. Kate Macucci. Macucci. Yeah, that's what I said. Kate. Okay. Uh, she has been diagnosed with a lung cancer. Very sad. Uh, very sad. I don't, I don't wish that on anyone. But uh, she claims that she's never smoked a cigarette in her life. Okay? So how does she get lung cancer? Uh, she shared a TikTok video. She's been in the hospital bed. She said they removed the cancerous cells. And uh, she's happy that they caught it early. It's really weird because I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. So it was a surprise. Okay. Uh, I know, why are you looking at me like that? Because I knew it. That's what it causes. It's that. No, it doesn't say that. It just says that she's got lung cancer and that or she's been diagnosed with lung cancer. And they took some cells out. And, you know, now she's okay. And it's weird because she never smoked a cigarette. Only cigarettes. Only cigarettes can cause lung cancer. Uh, no. My mother. No, 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 no. That, yeah, well, that's my point. So my mother, who never smoked a cigarette in her life, had some kind of, I forget what it was. It was some kind of thyroid thing. I don't remember what it was, but it was, they were surprised that she was diagnosed with it because the doc said, it uh, usually always comes with smokers and my mom never smoked a day in her life. So there, why don't you shut up? Okay. It does happen. So it can't be that. I mean, it could be, but it can't be. And as long as we're, you know, talking about health, 
I saw a study that talked about how they have now found in this new study that individual organs can age separately than other organs and more quickly than an individual's chronological age. Rate of aging can be measured via certain protein levels in the blood. So you may, let's say, have, just for an example, just off the top of my head, you may have, I don't know, lungs that are the lungs of a hundred year old and get lung cancer <laughs> even though you're not a hundred years old and it wouldn't have anything to do with what you're thinking it has to do with but that's just me uh that's just me i think i feel like we kind of knew that already uh because people you know people have bad hearts and bad livers and bad kidneys and you know the, you know the other oh, kidney's fine it's your liver it's your, it's your heart so i, I kind of feel like this is a study that they said you know we ought to look into that because that seems the way it is. And yep, that's the way it is. So just know you can have uh, you can have an organ that is young as ever, and yet it's connected to an old organ. You can write your own jokes, and don't even think about thinking that they're going to put out a study like this just to cover themselves because of that. All right, that would never happen. These are medical professionals we're talking about. There's no way they would just put out a blanket. Hey, you know, let's, that's a brand new study. Organs age differently. Each one could be a different age. It has nothing to do with your chronological age. And that would have nothing. Then we covered. We're covered. That wouldn't happen. So just stop looking at me like that, okay? That wouldn't happen. You can go back to writing your own jokes. So yesterday, uh, the owner of the NBA's Wizards and the NHL Capitals announced a deal to move both teams from downtown Washington, D.C. across state lines to Alexandria, Virginia. Now, they haven't filed any new paperwork, so this is just an announcement. Uh, Big win for Virginia, the most populous state without any big league sports teams. Uh, The two teams could play at the heart of the proposed two billion dollar 12 acre entertainment complex as soon as 2028 now that's coming all right there's that's not the only owners uh working to get that done we'll get to that in a second one of the things that makes me happy about this story though is that uh moving out of washington dc and that is a slap in the face to washington dc and it says here that the dc mayor muriel bowser who is agonizing uh she made a last minute offer to the owner uh to keep him in town (sighs) no muriel we're not doing that uh we're going i've already got a deal in virginia (sighs) we're not doing that here all right talk to you later you can keep your crappy dc the way you've got it the way you're running it you, you want to run it into the ground, but you still want the you still want all the the sports fans to show up for your crappy city. No, sorry. Have a nice day. Uh, so remember earlier this month, uh, the Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban, uh, wanted to build his Mavs Arena in the middle of a resort casino and said he'd struck a deal. Well, he sold he sold his his 
rights to the team to uh, casino mogul Miriam Adelson, and he's still going to be the day-to-day operator of the Mavericks, but he's not going to, you know, I don't think he's the, I think he's still a partner. He's not the managing partner of the Mavs. I think that's how that works. Anyway, and but they want that, they want that resort casino, all right? Then uh, New York's Mets owner, along with Hard Rock International, proposed an $8 billion entertainment complex and casino to be built next to City Field. So it's coming. The complexes are coming. And uh, they're going to keep, just as a side note, as long as we're talking a little bit of professional sports, uh, the uh, OKC Thunder... Uh, the basketball team uh, is going to stay. Okay, uh, they approved a one uh, percent sales tax for the next six years. Uh, they're going to build a new downtown area for the Thunder. So it's nice of them. Yeah, it was nice of them. I thought no problem. Don't worry about it. That's what happens. You and I pay for it. It's your stadium. You can't go there when you want. You have to pay to go in there, and don't even think about looking at it sideways when you walk by. But it's your stadium. <laughs> I love that so much. Not really. Then I see where uh, they just opened. Well, we can stick with sports. The NFL announced that they were going to have a game in Sao Paulo, Brazil, uh, in 2024. Now it doesn't. Obviously, their schedules aren't out. But you know, we've had games in Germany, UK, uh, Mexico. So now we're going to have games in Brazil. Probably we continue in Germany and the UK. I think uh, there. I think teams. Some teams have already been contracted to play in London. Uh, there was reported that the Jaguars had already said they were going to play at least one game in London. So I mean, for sure you get that game, if there, if nothing else. And uh, Brazil. I'm surprised it's not. Uh, it's not uh, Madrid or Rio de Janeiro. Uh, okay. All right, but they just said, no, you know, we'll play there. How, Paul, did you give us a, yeah, we'll play there. Uh, and then we, I mean, we got to talk about, uh, we got to add Spain. Start, if we're going to do a European league, let's get Spain in there. Fine. France can have a team too, whatever. I don't necessarily want France to have one, but okay, fine. Just let, stick it outside of Paris and we'll be fine. All right, just shut your mouth. I don't want to hear it. But one of the things they better work on, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I wish I was involved in it. I really do. It'd be fascinating to set up the European leagues and how they're going to tie it into the American leagues and how you're going to have playoffs with that. And then we're also, you're talking about travel. Man, travel is going to be a nightmare. And I'm, I hope that the NFL is involved in the financing of the new uh, super planes. You know that are that are going to be able to speed, so that the NFL can just provide. They have their own planes, so that you're flying around the globe. You're flying on NFL planes. I, I hope that they're involved in that. I'm sure Roger Goodell, uh, you know, making sixty million dollars or more a year is on top of it. But Raj, if you're not, I'm here for you. Uh, NFL community had enough of Roger Goodell. I'm not. An, I'm not starting up an ad campaign. I'm just asking a question. Had enough of Roger Goodell? I'm here for you. Okay. Uh, you can email me to inthefatattheblaze.com. You can direct message me on X at JeffyJFR. 
you can direct message me on Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. You know what? You can even message me on YouTube if you wanted, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. No problem. Okay? Make that happen. You can reach out to me. I'm here for you. Uh, anytime. You can email the show, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Anytime. Even if it, you're not the NFL. I know. I know. That's the way it works. And Raj, or anyone in the NFL, now, if you want me to do a cameo for you, at uh, JeffyJFR, you can you know go to cameo, type in at JeffyJFR, and just tell me what you want. I'm going to be happy, glad, sad, mean. Tell Roger Goodell to take a hike. I'll take his job. Anything. That's not free, but it, it you know it's that's the way it works. You order a cameo, uh, the person that you order it from does what you ask, and then you pay, and everybody takes their cut. I'm trying to get away from calling them my pimp and, and me being the hooker analogy, but that's the only analogy I could think of. So it can't be just an independent contractor working for a company that's providing a service. No, it doesn't work that way. It's a pimp <laughs> telling me to do what I'm supposed to do with the client, and then the client pays the pimp, and then the pimp gives me some money. That's the way it works. I'm sorry. That's the way it works. So the other day I was reminding you of the rules of uh, chewing the fat. And I was specifically uh, reminded uh, to remind you about the rules because I had uh, I had one of the producers of the show said his friend was out to, has been listening to Chewing the Fat, and I wanted to thank him and thank you, T, for listening to Chewing the Fat. I appreciate it, but I wanted to be sure, knowing that he's a delivery person, and, and I, you know he delivers somewhere in the Dakotas. I don't know. I don't want to get him in trouble. I don't want to get him in trouble for this message that he left me. But so he's, he's, he's delivering packages in the Dakotas. His real name is Tim. And uh, I guess why I call him T. And uh, he left a message talking about, uh, he, he listened and he heard the rules. And he left a message uh, reminding me uh, about those same rules. I will gladly oblige. I will make sure that I let me want to hell I, before I'll make sure that before instead of giving them their packages I'll be like hey you gotta you gotta follow chewing the fat on Spotify or else you're not getting this box today ma'am think about it okay so that's taking it a little bit above and beyond and I don't want to I don't want to say that I'm for that okay I want people to get their packages I'd be pissed I am okay not not giving them the package I'm okay with you saying hey listen to chewing the fat uh, you know, while they're signing for the package or, you know, telling them, wow, this package really reminds me of a podcast I listened to called Chewing the Fat. You should really listen. Uh, but the rule of the show is when you're listening, no matter what you're listening to, I know you're going to listen to more stuff than me. I get it. And I, you know, we all listen to a million things. But when you're out and you have headphones in and somebody says, hey, what are you listening to? You have to say Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. That's the rules of the show. Sorry, can't do anything about it. That's just the rules of the show, okay? Jeff, you come up with the rules. Now, I can't do anything about it. I can't, that, those are the rules. You can't change them. One last thing before we get out of here. I want to let the British Museum know that I don't have their stuff, okay? It's not me. I don't have their stuff, all right? The museum is looking for 1,500 ancient artifacts Wait, what? Yeah, uh, two thousand items are. Da- they did a. Uh, they did an independent review of the museum, 
and they wanted to find out, you know, what, what all the stuff is, where all the stuff is. That's a good idea. When you have your museum, you kind of want to know that, hey, remember that piece we bought back in 1812? Yeah, that's still here, right? So they had a, the independent review. 2,000 items are damaged or missing. 350 others have had portions removed. Now, did someone drop it and put it away and then, you know, an arm broke off and they just <laughs> didn't really remove the arm. It broke and we put it away. Uh, many of the missing objects are unregistered artifacts, mostly jewelry and gems. Those are gone. Those are gone and I didn't take them. But I will say if I worked there and there were there was jewelry and gems sitting there that weren't registered, they may accidentally slip into my pocket. I'm just saying. So in the museum's Greece and Rome departments, there uh, seems to be uh, some other missing valuables. So the good thing is, though, and, and this really is a good thing, uh, the museum holds more than 8 million artifacts. So that means that, you know, 99.9% of the items are intact. So when you hear, you know, 2,000 items are damaged or missing, I mean, big deal. Right? It is a big deal, but not really. They have almost everything. Um, and, and so 99.9% of the items are intact and accounted for. I think we can just write off the jewelry and gems. Those are gone. If those are, were not registered... If they never got logged in, we know they got logged in and then they just disappeared. Yeah. Whoever was working the dock that day, that's who has those. Okay. And it wasn't me. Uh, for sure it wasn't me. Because I know for sh- Well, I know I, I, I wouldn't do it because I'm an up, straight, honest person. I would never do that. But let's say that jewelries and gems accidentally fell into my pocket while I was working. I got home and I went, oh, heck, what are these doing here? I'm going to have to take those back. And then you forget. You forget to take them back. And pretty soon it's been a year, two, 10, 20. And you just, oh, my gosh, those are mine now. That's the way it works. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.